and uh, they're still out to this day. But God's looking for people that are broken and so forth. Uh, not, not, uh, not, not, not insecure of yourself. And David girded his sword upon his arm, a picture of the Word of God, and he essayed to go, for he had not proved it. He said, I can't prove it. He's going to use this thing as a type of your Bible. And so yeah. forth. Make sure you know what you believe and why you believe. And David said unto Saul, now Saul means forceful one. Paul means little one. And now God, the apostle Paul was named Saul, and they changed his name. God has got to do a lot of things to help your life. He'll change some things for you. Yes, he will. And uh, David said unto him, I cannot uh, go with these things, for the, I have not proved them. Very uh, nice statement. And David put them into to him, off, off to him, and he took his staff in his hand and chose him five small stones. Yeah. Uh, okay, out of the brook, and he put them in a shepherd's bag, and he had he did it himself. He's not borrowing somebody else's tools. Amen, Brother Jack. He's not following what somebody else believes. Yeah. He's got some of them himself. And uh, that's why I would tell the grandkids that God wants you one day to get get your own stature and your own convictions and what you believe in, Bless what you, you stand Jack. in. And God's going and he wants you to round them out. And we'll talk about that in a second. And he put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had. He came prepared. And, and uh, I like what Dr. Ruckman said about Bob Jones Sr. Bob Jones Sr. said, God won't do for you what you can do for yourself. That's right. <clears throat> and uh, even in the script, and the sling with his hand, and he drew near to the Philippines, and he came and drew near unto David and the man of the bearer's shield and so forth. And he come on down here in verse 45, and David said to the Philistines, uh, Thou comest me with a sword and a spear and with a shield, uh, three S's there, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. Now that Lord of hosts, I don't have time to develop that. That's his kingdom, his warriors, yeah. the God of armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. And look at verse 47. And in all this assembly, like we call it assembly, a gathering of people, a church, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword or spear, for the battle is the, is the Lord, and yeah. he will give you in his hand. Verse 48. And it came to pass, I like what Brother Law used to say, thank God it didn't, oh, well, it didn't come to stay. Amen. Yeah. And it came to pass, and, and uh, when the Philistines ruled and, and came to the night to meet David, that David hastened and ran towards the, the army to meet. He wasn't afraid of them. Amen, Brother Jack. Quit, quit being afraid of this world. Amen. Go after them. And uh, they're, they're insecure, they're scared, and so forth. And when people are scared, they act out of character. That's right. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to talk. It's, it's all a bluff. But this is what I want to talk to you about this morning. And David put in his hand, in his bag, and he took this a stone. He put five in there. Yeah. I don't know why. I know Goliath had four brothers. Four I don't brothers. know why he put five in there. Five was the number of grace <laughs> or death. And he slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead. And and the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his earth. And he, and, uh, and so you know how David took the, took the, uh, the sword off and... Uh, and uh, put his head in his tent and so forth. And so I'm going to talk to you about how did, uh, I'm going to talk to you about those old smooth stones this morning. Father, thank you for the word of God. Yes. I control my mind, my thoughts. I want to thank you, Lord, for this church. And uh, Lord, I pray that you bless your dear pastor, Brother Wade. Oh, and uh, thank please. you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for the grandkids, and then shall they be in this morning. And uh, Lord, I pray you get me through this car wreck we had and work off the details, Lord. And, uh, uh, Lord, I just, I don't know the stuff, the material. I thank God for friends and family trying to help. And we love you and sure want to see Lord, you can take care of it today and come get us. And I pray that you'll bless today in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. I, yeah, I met a lot of strange characters in my Christian life. We'll talk about that later on. But uh, uh, that thing about being smooth, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a type of character. I'm not the same person I was 52 years ago. Amen. I wasn't smooth. 
I'm cooking, uh, jagged edge, I go over here, I go yeah. here. But a smooth stone will hit his target. Yeah. It'll hit his target. And David picked out a smooth stone. Sometimes we Christians pick out a jagged edge. We want to do something with the work of the world, but it's not smooth. Amen. God wants it smoothed out. Now, he takes that word in the New Testament. We won't go into it right now, but the word perf uh, perfect, we, I call it perfected. And what God wants to do to your life, like he put all you kids in your mom and dad's home. Your yeah. mom and dad's job is to perfect you. Yeah. They're going to perfect you. They're going to round you out. Amen, Brother Jack. That's character. I'm not talking about personality. I'm talking about character. Yeah. Well, how is personality and character different? They're spelled different. Yeah. Okay? And so you learn character. I didn't know character. I was a character growing up. Okay? And I often said, uh, folks, my neighborhood was so rough for driver's head, we used stolen cars. That's how bad it was. You know? <laughs> but God has a way. You boys are going to get to know your sisters. Your sisters get to know your brothers. You protect each other. You have a bond there that other kids don't have. Hey, Amen. And what God's going to do to your Christian life, he's going to smooth you out through your own family. Yes. I'm talking about your character now. I ain't talking about your personality. Your, your, your character. Mm -hmm. Character is what you do when you're by yourself and no one's looking. Hey, Amen. That's character. That's good, Bert Jack. I used to go to work and guys would be sleeping in the tent or the tank. I, I built tanks and met, met a bunch of guys at Howard Anderson. They, they weren't how, or they weren't King James back then. Hey man, we heard you was a rock tonight. Really, you know, slang, you know. Said, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I gotta go. I didn't mess with them. And I don't, I don't, I don't say, I don't fight gnats. I leave them alone. And uh, but I kept going, kept going, kept going. So one night I went to this uh, chapel. We had about a place about big as this. Had about thirty guys there from Howard Anderson, and I went up there and do two two uh, manuscripts from God only wrote one Bible. And I said, "Well, the ASV came from out of." Uh, uh, one place, but the King James come out of Europe, and they come out of Africa, and uh, and I was there trying to. What was I trying to do? I trying to smooth out some stones. Yeah, because they're 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 stones for ASV, RSV, jagged edges. Yeah, and so what's what your mom and dad's trying to do here is trying to smooth out your stone. Amen. What you do when you're by yourself, that's the real you. You're right, Bridget. That's the real you, and. Uh, and so when I got saved, I started reading the Bible and reading the Bible, and all of a sudden this started disappearing, this started disappearing, this started disappearing. I lost interest in that stuff. With the bad crowd, the bad music, you know, and I felt like Motown a little bit. Lenny Hedrick said Motown and the Gospel are, the, are twins. And, uh, but uh, but uh, what happened is before long, all the stuff of the world was just disappearing from my life. Yeah. You know what God was doing? He was smoothing me out. Yes. He was smoothing me out. And I'm not going to sit here and gloat on what I've done. I, did, I just stayed busy for the Lord and so forth. I like to see if a job needs to get done, go get after it. I don't care what it costs, how it, if it's going to break, if it's, if it's broken, fix it, yes. and so forth. And Brother Andy, to tell you that, I try to help people that, that didn't like me and want to help them. I said, I'm here to help you and your kids. <laughs> and uh, I got a call from a girl last night uh, from, from uh, Washington State. Said, uh, uh, if you ever come back out here, I'd like to work for you, run a home for you, and so forth. And uh, 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 I said, well, I'll do it again to help you. We, well, I texted her, and I've known him for years and so forth. And she said, I'm not the same person you knew 20, 30 years ago. Amen. She said, I grew in grace. Praise you the Lord. Was, I didn't ask her about that. I don't, I, I don't get involved in people's uh, uh, psyche in a, in a problem. But I just want to say, look, well, how you, I, I asked her, so how, do you, how do you treat people? I, Andy, I tell you, I meet people that are hard on people. They got a mouth. They got a, they got a dialogue. They got to try to run the show and so forth. The more you, the more you read this Bible, the more of a lamb you're going to be. Amen. You'll be more of a lamb. <clears throat> now, now the lion's in there when you need to pull him out. Amen. Yeah. I just let them know the lion is in there. Amen. Yeah. But your nature, your nature is, yeah. a lion, is a lamb, not a lion. You're right, brother. And that's why I try to treat people right. 
And uh, I know, I know, I remember the word. I, I remember the angles and so forth before I got saved. And uh, but the but the older I get, I try to I try to get more smooth. Amen. I fight myself. I'm the, I'm my own worst critic and enemy. So I, wanna, I said, sucker, you ain't going to win the day. You're going to be nice to people. You're going to be kind to people. And you're going to go get that deer that wrecked your car. <laughs> oh, and probably Bambi and uh, so forth. But, uh, uh, but I, I, met some, uh, I met some Christians who got uh, smoothed out. And I, thought, I, I remember when I was living, my, my, mother, my mother kicked me out of the house. That's in my book coming out. She, every summer she put me with, with somebody else. She wouldn't let me stay in Detroit when there was no school. <coughs> she put me with my sister in Georgia. That's where my accent comes from. They said, uh, they said wherever you're from, the age of uh, 13 to 21, you're going to have, or 16 to 21, you'll have that accent the rest of your life. That's your formative years in your mind for your for your voice. I did. I, I talk with radio people, and I like to I ask questions a lot. Rick Sow used to call me the probe. And uh, <coughs> long story short, I picked up that Georgia accent. So I'm down there, and I'm I'm over at my brother-in-law's house. And uh, I see this guy next to us. He's drunk, fighting everybody, and so forth. And I was about 15, six foot five. You couldn't touch me. I, I, I was a fighter. And I said, "Well, why is that guy running mouth like that, cussing everybody?" For? He said, "Oh, he. I went to school with him. He's an old drunk." Well, I went back home that uh, that fall, and another two years, another year, two, three years later, I come back to see into Georgia, and I and I and I stopped in. I was more than that, about five years, and I was I already went through Bible school. And I was uh, down there with Brother Olaf at the city of refuge, and I walked in. And there was this preacher. Uh, I I heard the voice. And I know that voice. I walked in there, and it was this guy who was cussing and fighting in my sister's yard. Five years prior to that. Hey, man. He had gotten saved with the, he'd gotten saved with the city of refuge, Brother Olaf's ministry. Glory! And I walked in, and he saw me, and I saw him. <laughs> and he looked at me and said, man, what do we got here? Hey, he, man. he knew what I was. Yeah. But he said, you look different. I said, well, you look different. Yeah. He said, I, I, Jack, I, was, I was a drunk, and I got saved. You know what God was doing? He smoothed in the mouth. Yeah. He smoothed them out. So on up, and, uh, and so we became good friends, and he witnessed and preached, and uh, uh, that was uh, over in the Cologne, Georgia. Uh, uh, each home produced something, and Brother had seven, uh, six homes. I read the lighthouse, I caught the fish, and he wouldn't let us eat no shrimp, but I think a few of them felt in the skillet, Your Honor. I have no recollection of that. <laughs> I was selling shrimp. He called me Detroit Jack on the intercoastal. And uh, and he always got a snitch named Doag. I always got a Doag in the ministry. Yeah. So Jack Patterson selling shrimp down there, you know. And roll off the bridge. Jack, you got money down here? He's five foot eight, but he had a uh, seven foot voice. Jack, you got money down here? It's, yeah. Uh, yes, sir, it's yours. And he had about $3,000 in cash, but I was buying new guys, new jumpsuits, uh, tennis shoes, not in tennis, but, but Converse and All Star and Rod and Reel. He said, Well, here, I need some of the pillow to fill up my plane. I gave him about six, seven hundred dollars. I said, Brother Wolf, it's all your money. He said, Well, put it on the man. I said, Let me show you what I already bought for the man. I bought new jumpsuits and had snack. We had a snack room because we, we were catching those fish. We had we had content going on. And what happened is God was using that, that ministry yeah. to, to turn me. I don't care who you are this morning, God is going to put you in a, put you, you get grandkids in the home you're in. Bless you. To smooth you out. Yeah. To smooth you out. Bless you. And, uh, and hopefully you can get it done before 21 or 18. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but when I heard the gospel, when I heard the gospel, I got saved. Yeah. I'm going to talk about that in the church service. But uh, I got saved and I, I came back home, preacher. And, yeah. a, and, a, and a guy, uh, uh, they wanted me to come to a party one night. I said, no. I said, man, I said, I, I, don't, I don't go that route no more. Yeah. He started cussing me out, you know, and yelling, I know what you did. I know what you did. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm a selling card, whatever. I said, I, I told him, I said, Danny, I'm not the same no more. 
I don't act the same. I don't Amen. talk the same. I was, uh, I was 21. Oh, no, no, I was 19. I was 19. And so I left, and he went a whole year trying to find out why Papa Jack changed. Yeah. He got saved. Praise God. He went to church and got saved. He told this to me under my face. He got saved and so forth. Danny Marlowe preached for 30 years in churches all over Tennessee, Kentucky, and he was, he, was, he, was, he was a preacher. And we had to do a funeral about two years ago. I hadn't seen him in years. And he saw me and I saw him. We just both started laughing. We gave each other a big hug. He said, he said, amen. He said you won't tell on me, I won't tell on you. I said, <laughs> I said hey man, that stuff's under the blood, man. Get out of here. Amen. And uh, he just retired preaching almost 35 years. Praise He's God. Out, out there. As a matter of fact, I had to go see his uh, daughter in the hospital. You know what happened to Danny? He got smoothed out. That's right. He got smoothed out. And a lot of Christians, they just think they're saved, but they don't want to do nothing. Yeah. And God sometimes is going to, hey, for some reason, he allowed me to hit, I, I'm not trying to be funny, but he allowed me to hit this deer last night. You think God didn't know about that? Well, I declare, Jack got in the wreck. Oh, it was. No, God don't have a O's. He knows what's going on. Listen. But I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And he's got to fix it. <laughs> and cheap. <laughs> and, uh, and so, it just, I, I used to run shops up. He knows that. And so, but I forgot most of that stuff, but uh, so forth. But I, I see my new generations. I got 40 uh, different nieces and nephews in Detroit. Amen. Get around them. I'm trying to smooth them out. Amen, Brother Jack. Some are black. I got, I got the tribe of Ham. Ham, Shan, yeah. Japheth. Got all three. I love every one of them. Amen. And they'll let me know what they need in five minutes. That's Uncle right. Jack, I sure do need some new Converse, you know. They don't want no cheap shoes. They want Converse, you know. Yeah. And uh, they think I'm a millionaire. I am, I'm a millionaire, but I'm just separated from my assets. Same and, here, uh, brother. Same so, here. So I go see them this, I go see them this week, and I go into my, my wife. Says, Where are you going this hill? I'm going to tribe number one. I got tribe number two and tribe number three over here. <laughs> I got black, brown, and mixed and so forth. Yeah. I learned a long time ago to love people where they are. Yes. Not where they're supposed to be. Bless you, Brother Jack. That's a big thing among some yeah. brethren we're down in Pensacola. They want you to have this right, this right. right. This. No, 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 no. Gotta catch them, Learn please. to look at the whole picture in someone's life. Amen. Don't just look at one dot in their life. Right. I look at the whole picture. I ain't nobody's boy. Never have been. I wasn't nobody's boy on the streets. I'm nobody's boy. I'm God's man in the ministry. Yeah. I'm his puppet. Amen. There's a song. I'm your puppet. Pull the string and I'll wink at you. I'm the James and Bobby Purified. You remember the song. In other words, I'm going to do what you want me to do. Yeah. I'm God's puppet. I'm God's servant. But I, yeah, I'm more effective if I get rounded out. Amen. I'm more, I'm more effective if I get perfected. Yeah. Not perfect. He's perfect. I'm perfect in Christ. Amen. I'm perfect in Christ. So what do you mean? What do you mean, brother Uncle Jack? What do you mean, Papa Jack? Being perfected? A lot of times, I meet Christians that got a bad problem with paying their bills on time. Boy, it got quiet. Yeah. That they're not perfected. They got a flaw. That's a flaw. Amen. You got a hot temper. You fight people. You say things you shouldn't say. Trying to impress people you don't like with money you don't have. You got a flaw in your life. Amen. And what happens is grace comes in. The Bible says he's the God of all grace. That's right. Muhammad couldn't touch him. Amen. I got Muslim guys in Detroit. And Sherry, Shelly, every time I get around there, hey Jack, you got something more by Jesus? Jesus. Jesus. They don't say Jesus. They don't say Jesus. It's Jesus. And uh, they won't eat no pork. You know, they'll, they'll blow you up, but they won't eat no pork. No, I'm kidding. And, uh, 
But I give them, uh, when they work out at the shop, I got to bring them egg and cheese. They don't want no sausages on that meat. And I, I, but you know what? Every time I pass out a gospel tract, they'll read them. Hey, man. They'll read them. It isn't your appeal. It's your, what's well, really your approach, how you talk to them. Right. Hey, you ain't just, just keep you out of hell. We ain't going to read it. Oh, you know, I'll tell you a little piece of advice. Say, hey, uh, I'm going to give you something to t- about the Lord and tell you how to be born again. Hey, man. How you can be saved. Sure, I'll read that on my break, you know. I make sure I take all, all new tracks in there. I work at it. You want something done, you got to work at it. Yeah. And uh, if I fall down, I'm going to get right up because I didn't start out to play. It's a battlefield, brother, not a recreation room. It's a fight and not a game. Run if you want to, run it. Your mom and dad's trying to teach you yeah. kids how to, how to fight a good spiritual fight. So you watch all the TV to watch all the physical fights. If God opens your naked eye right now in this room, <coughs> all the hair would fall off your head what's in this room. You're right. This is what's called the spirit world. You're right, Brother Jack. Okay, but God keeps that covered. Yeah. Okay, but that's what that's just trying to influence you. But he gives you a Bible for a roadmap. That's he true. wants you girls to be feminine. Yeah. He wants you boys to be masculine. Yeah. He wants you and so forth. And uh, so forth. And so I've gotten, I've got, uh, I probably had uh, in, at the lighthouse, I had about a, every six months, I got uh, about 40 to 50 guys every six months. I felt like a, uh, I just finished Bible school, I felt like, and, and they wanted me to train them. So I had to come up with something to train them. I got my Bible. Yeah. And I found out what I believed by reading the Bible. Amen. You read the book of Proverbs, there's over 49 different fools in Proverbs. So you're gonna work with a bunch of fools, learn how to learn how to turn them. Yeah. So I got my Bible, started reading. I started. I got missionary preachers all over the world, but I don't count them. The Lord takes care of that. Oh, I got this guy. I know I. I have to get rid of that eye problem. Most preachers got an eye problem. You know, something in their eye. Yeah. You know? <laughs> then, and so. Uh, and uh, so what happened, these guys get their life straightened out and turn, and one's a missionary, and some go to jail, and I go to jail and see them. And I get them out, bail them out. Some in there for a couple of years, I go in, I write them, I, I, take care, I try to help their family out. Well, you see, there's a lot more that Brother Jackie don't know, because I love that person. Yeah. I learn to leave a place better than you found it. Amen. I go to their home, I want to try, what can I do to help this place? Can I buy them food, whatever, they, they got just about everything. If, if not, he'll make it. You know, and uh, he'll make it, Shelly, I break it, amen. And uh, no, but uh, but they're very tender in a motel, way beyond a motel there. And uh, but what I'm trying to say is, I see that even even with the grandkids, they're they're getting smoothed out. Yeah, they're getting smoothed out. But I go to the projects in Detroit, uh, they don't look like this. They're cussing each other out. They're stabbing each other. Yeah. Eight, nine, ten, twelve years old. Hey, I'll cut you, man. Mm. I see that every week of my life. I see a wife with a busted eye. And a, uh, husband with a gunshot wound, and but they're not perfected. They had because what they have no light. Yeah. See, the Bible likens itself to light. That's right. To water. To uh, 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 honey. Man, yeah. You ever meet any grouchy people? Well, the Bible make them sweet. Sure will. That guy I told you about uh, teaching Bible at the city of refuge. That wasn't the same guy. Hey man. That wasn't the same guy. Kind and kind, kind-hearted. Oh, brother Patterson, you're in the ministry. Yeah, yeah, I got saved right after I left you and so forth. I'm not working with brother Olaf. And he said, "Man, I wish I can go out to Texas. That's where the, you know, they call it the mecca. All the big farmers. Well, he got me on the intercoastal, and and uh, I stayed there three years on an island wow. with, with those guys. 
three years, 24 hours a day, just with them all the time. Chasing runaways, had a boy drowned on us, and uh, had to go for a lot of heartache out there. But God was using that intercoastal canal to smooth me out. Yeah. And, and whenever I see Danny, we just, I'll go by his uh, place in off over, over by Dilbert Terry's church off by 75. Danny lives about a mile over there in uh, La Follette. And I'll call them up. Hey, I'm El it's Brother Jack. I meet you at the, uh, They don't have a phone. They got a phone. They don't have a. They got a uh, recorder, but that's, uh, I have to get him to hold him that way, and he'll he'll get a hold of me. So yeah, uh, I'm retired now, Jack. I'm over here, with my grandkid. I'll meet you over there. And every time, I, much as I can, I go by and see an old friend. Amen. But see, that's not the world. That's a Christian friend. You ought to have good Christian friends. Amen. But you got to have something in your life when they start doing wrong or talking talking wrong, then you shock them. That I don't do that. Yeah. We ain't talking about people. Good minds talk about things. Weak minds talk about people. Mm. Great minds talks about ideas. If you can learn that principle, that will save you from a lot of heartache. Amen. You got a little grouch next door? Be nice to them. Go help him cut his grass. If tire's flat, go help him fix it. Got a windshield crack? Try to see if you can get it. I, I, I always try to find something new to help him. And I got a mechanic next to me on this side. I got a lady over here with her daughter. Uh, Karen's a good friend with her. And I got a lady across the street. She cuts her own grass. She always looks at after Miss Karen. I got some nice neighbors where I'm at. That's in Dearborn Heights. And uh, but they they don't know Christ. So we're trying to be a smooth stone for them. Amen. So we're trying to witness to them as much as possible. Yeah. Witness to them. Witness to them. How long have I got here? Oh, you got 15, 20 more minutes. Okay. You and so oh yeah, I'm gonna go to something else. And so. So what, what happened, you get those smooth stones, uh, I take it to the factory. I take it to the work. I got a company called me a couple years ago. Hey, would you come back to work at the tank factory if we brought the tanks to you? There's a, there's a job they got to do with a buffer, and these, and these winos and druggies are oversized and the bearings on it. Hmm. And they got to send the whole tank back. They called me at my house. I, wow. I, I left there 30 years ago. Are you still healthy? Yeah. I said, well, let me know. They're in Lyme, Ohio, the new tanks. And then they got a whole bunch of old tanks. They want to keep them and give those to third world countries. They want me to come in there and put the bearings in them. And the, and the druggies are oversizing it because they're too buzzed out. I said, I need this, this, and this. I said, if you ever call me, let me know. I'll come over and work a, you know, work a, a half a day, a half a week with you and so forth. So they may call me this week. But you know what I got to do to that tank? There's a bearing in there and it's, and it's got some jagged edges in there. And I got to get a buffer and not oversize it. I got to get rid of the rough edges. Wow. <clears throat> And, and those bearings that go in there, that's what turns that track on that tank. Right. My dad taught me machine work, working in the factories. He had a stroke, and my, my, the guys would call my father, and they said, uh, would you help me? Uh, can you give me the numbers? He said, I'm stroking, I got 10 kids. You send me a check, and I'll give you some uh, dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> they sent him a check to the house. I don't know what it was, but I wish sure it did any good. And I, hey, got, I got some new Pia Flyers, and Jets, and Red Ball Jets, and Converse. Uh, for the next couple of years, my dad did the numbers for that factory from uh, on the telephone. When he got his check, he he knew where to get that check. Gave it to my mother. He was a drunk, but when he got when he got when he had a stroke, he quit drinking, and he got saved. Amen. My dad would witness here in the front, but hey, kid, you better get me. I mean, preach to him. I mean, I'm over there hiding behind the car. Man, that's my dad. He's crazy. Get away! I wasn't saved yet. And uh, he said, "Hey, Jack, you better get over here, boy." I mean, after him and so forth. And uh, my cousin t right now is a backup quarterback for Michigan State, and his two brothers are in, are, in, are going to be uh, probably NFL quarterback. The Patterson, one's a Nick Patterson, one's Shane Patterson. I never met them, but 
But they want me to come give my testimony. That's what they're asking me. That's what, I don't know if they want it, but I'm gonna give it. I'll be. You want to, you want to do to them? I want to throw them some smooth stones. Hey, ma'am. Not some jagged egg with a, with a chip on it. You see, most stones are not smooth. They got some little, little edgy on them. Right. And what happens is it'll bear off to the right or bear off to the left. Or a cracked stone will even bear off. Hmm. There's little things in our life that we throw at people <coughs> trying to help them, and it, it doesn't affect because you, you didn't throw a smooth stone. Amen. The stone that he picked out of that creek was five of them. They were smooth. Amen. And I want to, at, at 70 years old, I want to perfect my stone still. Perfect, not perfect. Perfect. Hey, the man. difference. Yeah. I'm not perfect. I'm imperfect in Christ, and so are you. When you got saved, Christ doesn't see you. He sees Christ, the Son of God, in your life. Yeah. That blood of Christ. That's what. That's what. That's why you're saved. Hey, Amen. But when you, uh, uh, my Aunt Dorothy, she, uh, she drank a fifth of Jack Daniel's whiskey a day. Hmm. About 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 two days, she drank it down. Now we're punching a pound cat to give your last name. They had fourteen kids. We had ten kids. And I'm over there drinking, doing them things, while doing things that shouldn't be doing, and so forth, and stealing and robbing, all that kind of stuff. And uh, one day, my one of my cousins got saved. He got saved. My brother John got saved. He started telling them about that. And then I get saved. And then uh, then I start going to Bible school, and then I start going over to see them. And, and during the summertime, and they 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 saw I, I talk different, I walk different, I dress yeah. different. I said, Jack, what happened to you? And that opened up a testimony for me to talk to him. The day my aunt got saved, a Nazarene preacher came in, and a Nazarene, not a Baptist, a Nazarene, some of my Baptists got a big B in their forehead. I, I preach anywhere I want, if I want to go, as long as there's no freedom there to preach it. And, uh, and so for, let, you know, I wish you had met, he went everywhere. He had me preaching all kinds of churches. Oh, he said, get a check now. You can just bring home the check. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, my aunt Dorothy trusted Christ. Ten days later, she had that preacher come in here and tell her, "What? Tell me about heaven. Tell me about eternal security." And she'd weep every day. Hey, hey Mike. She was very wicked, very wicked. And uh, and then she said this, Shelley, "Why didn't somebody reach me sooner?" Yeah. Just think if everyone in here, I'll talk about this in the main service. If everyone in here pass out a track and you're given time and let someone to Christ, see, I'm aggressive soul. Hey, man. I want to eat. I'm a diabetic. I got to eat. I'm gonna find me some food. Hey, man. I'm gonna find me. I got a. I got a. I got a credit card for such a time as this. Hey, hey man. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna find me some food. Hey, I know where to go. I don't like people who can't cook. And uh, <laughs> Shelly's okay. She's all right. Andy can't cook. And uh, but no. But uh, uh, but what happened is that sugar gets going. You get yeah. crazy. But what happened is, if I eat the right food and drink the right water, I get smoothed out inside. Yeah. And if you and you get unsmooth in your thinking, you're going to say the wrong thing. You're right. You want you want to mess up your stone? Let me give you a few things. Anger will mess up your stone. Yeah. Talking about stuff that you don't even know nothing about. You heard someone say you don't know if it's right. Uh, you're going to mess up your stone. Amen. You're going to say things. You're going to say things. Wish you had. I mean, it, it ain't going to happen. And so I guard myself. Yeah. And uh, I try to be kind. To be kind. One to kind. Yeah. Where that word come from? It doesn't have to come from the Greek, come from the English. It comes from the word kindred. Hmm. Treat people like family. Yeah. Kindred. A lot of my friends that I know that these folks know about, I try to do something nice for them. And then because you think you're you're nice to them, you're going to be a walker. I'm not a doormat. No, but I, I know how to say no. But I, I can say it nicely. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not into that. I appreciate it. Let me pass on that. You know, I want to be kind to them. Amen, Brother and Jack. I always want to leave a door open to help them. 
When you bury about 45 of them, you think different. You're right. You do things different. You're right. And you got more long-suffering for them. Amen. My wife wants to kill everybody. Mm. Chop their heads off. <laughs> I don't tell her I said that on the night. <laughs> and, uh, but she's, she's black and white. I'm more gray. She's, oh, you're gravy. And, uh, and he's telling them to suck it up. And that's her. I, 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 I need that. I need that. I need that. But you be, let, let's be kind to them. They're going through some suffering. Let's be kind to them. Yeah. Don't much move them. Don't much move them. I'm talking about at work. They're watching you. Yeah. I used to have foremen come up to me and say, Jack, here's a note. Sometimes the $20 bill. So what's that for? So I want you to pray for me. Bless. I said, I will, but I ain't taking you 20 bucks. No, no, I want, I want you to go get a cheeseburger on me and just let you know. And the Muslim guys at the factory always come by and say, hey, Jack, pray for my son. Pray for my daughter. Mm. See, they got a religion, but it's not smooth. Right. They got a little jagged edge on yeah, it. Yeah, tree It'll go off. Yeah. yeah. That stone, just a little, little light on that stone will bear off. David's stone went straight. He could take Amen. that. Hair's breath. He took it. Took out a lion. Yeah. He knocked him out, cut him, whatever. She, a wolf. I mean, he did it all. And that's why, that's why I had the brothers and sisters that I had. Uh, I mean, we all got saved. We all got saved. We all got saved. Even my crippled sister got saved. I'll see her. Praise the Lord. She's 100% uh, muscular dystrophy. Hey, Jackie, come and pray with me. Let me come in and pray with her in her room. She's uh, almost 80 years old. Praise she loved Jesus Christ. She always asked me, tell me about heaven. Tell me what's going to happen to me when I get up there. I said, you're going to walk. Yeah. You won't have a crippled body. All things that. You don't just like this. I don't talk about that much. I carry it right here. Amen. And I, I protect her. And uh, so forth. So. What are you saying, uh, Papa Jack? I, all I want to say is I want to be I want to be smooth down. I'm not smooth where I want to be, but I'm going in that direction. Amen. I stay away from critics. I stay away from people who hurt people. Yeah. And I want to be around them. And I tell them so. Look, man, you can do this. You read it, read, read that chapter in your book. Yeah. You know, and try to help them. And uh, I've turned I've turned around a bunch of them. I got con games on the Facebook. Oh, I'm starving. I got kicked out of my house. I need. There's always angles out there in the mm-hmm. world. And uh, I said, well, well, let me call your pastor. Well, I'm not in church right now. Oh, I thought you had a pastor. You know, stones not smooth. They lied to you. Right, right. They lied to you. I got gas station attendants come by, and he said, uh, he said, hey man, you got me one of those cartoon tracks? Hmm. And I said, yeah. He said, uh, what? He said, you gave me the same one the last three times you you've been here. Can you give me some new? Hey man. I drove all the way back to my house. She didn't have it, so I drove to the church. I know where the key is at. I got about fifteen different we got tracks all over the place. And I drove another three, four miles back over that gas station and gave that guy about seven or eight. Hey man. What was I doing? I care for that soul. Yeah. I care for him. And uh, so so uh, I wanna keep trying to keep I fight to keep my my my, my stone smooth. Hey man, brother. You tell somebody you're gonna do it, do it. Smooth hey, it out. Man. You don't do it, you just got a jagged edge. Yeah. Got a jagged edge. When your mom and dad are around, behave yourself. When they're not around, you behave, behave yourself. Amen. <laughs> that means you're a smooth stone. Yeah. You act upon the last command given. We got quiet on there. And then, oh, they're going, what do we do? No, no, you behave, oh, you obey. And so I just, uh, when I got saved and when I got rid of all my stuff, my sister never thought I was nuts. I had my records, my drugs, and everything. I flushed it all down the ground. I didn't give it to nobody. I burned it and got rid of it. Yeah, same here. And I just, burned uh, it. I, wanted, I wanted to get rid of it. And all of a sudden, what God started doing, he started smoothing me out. Amen. Things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. I miss them. That old flesh urges for them. Yeah. 
I said the flesh. The things I used to do, I just don't do them anymore. Oh, I used to dance, man. Things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. There's been a great change since I've been born again. Amen. There's been a great, great change since I've been born. There's been a great, great change since I've been born. There's been a great, great change since I've been born. There's been a great change since I've been born again. Amen. I tell you this, I'm the Brother Roloff used to be a hunter. They were flipping those marbles. They call him a hunter, hunter or hint when they flip them. And he won a whole bag of them one day. And he's in there washing his marbles. He's about 10 years old, 11 years old. The mother came in there and said, Lester, where'd you get all those marbles at? So I want them in a, I want them plenty, Mom, and so forth. Well, Lester, that's gambling. His mother was old school German Baptist. This is 100 years ago, 80 years ago. Yeah. Said, you got to give all those marbles back. Said, that's gambling. We don't gamble like that. I don't think it was gambling, but that was his story. He went back to school the next day, gave all those marbles back to the boys he beat. Yeah. But you know what that did to him? That put him he, to have a, he had the highest credit rating of, of the history of evangelists. Yeah. Beside Billy Graham. Yeah. They had character. Sure enough. <clears throat> when Brother Wolf said, you don't work on Sunday, you don't work on Sunday. So when they were down there on the farm, we couldn't go. We had all the, they had all the food cooked during the week. He just didn't think a Christian ought to work on Sunday. Amen. He said, well, we're going to have you food. You come to the dining hall, it's already cooked for you. Go home and eat and rest and relax the meal. You're going to crank it back up Monday. Amen. And they taught me that. On Sunday, I, just, I, try, I don't do it like he did, but I, I'm, in the, I'm, in, I'm in the ballpark. What do you want to do? I want to, I want to have a smooth stone. Yeah. And we're going to try to keep these grandkids away from the world as much as possible. Amen. Teach them enough of what's out there to stay away from. What what you got here is potential. Great smooth stones, right? Amen, Brother Jack. I hope I helped you today. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for sending school. Yes, thank you, Lord. God, you thank you, Lord, for your goodness, Lord. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Brother Pastor. Thank you, Brother Jack. Amen. Is that my water, Pastor? That's yours right there. Right there. Oh. Banana pudding and cupcakes back there.